Oh my goodness, they're doing math. Here's Gatos and Chad. No, we're not. <sighs> not allowed to. I'm Man. a little tired from doing math. Let's talk about some of the stuff you've learned today. Uh, that okay. Biden's done a phenomenal job at the border. Well, we had a guest say not exactly that, but say he's not the worst president uh, on the border. What else did we learn today? Uh, well, we learned that ice cream is really good for you. All right. So, But Biden, Biden's doing a heck of a job. Snap, snap, fantastic job. Anything else? Uh, no, not a lot. Okay. You still hate dogs. Oh, we, we already that. know that. We know yeah, that. We, we know just, he's a pet hater. Why don't we talk about the border? <clears throat> I think we should talk about the border. The shipping containers. We've talked about it all day. The shipping containers that Ducey is putting on the southern border. You're right, Chad. We had a guest on who used to work for the Obama administration. Uh, he worked on the uh, barrier, uh, the border wall. He thinks this is the silliest idea in the world. I would push back and say, hey, you know what? Biden's not doing anything. He's not building a wall there. Yeah. You know, they, the Mayorkas told the mayor of Yuma over and over again, we're going to fill those gaps. We're going to fill those gaps. They never did it. Uh, supposedly, they have money to do it now. But uh, joining us, uh, he's uh, done an investigative report on the uh, shipping containers. Morgan Lowe, investigative reporter, Arizona's family. Morgan, how are you today? Good afternoon, fellas. I'm doing all right. All right, man. So I saw your story about the border, about the the the, the shipping containers, and we all thought it was six million bucks to put up. That's what Ducey said. Not it's not really six million, is it? Yeah, the the total contract uh, adds up to thirteen million dollars, so more than double. And we got that contract because one of the great things about our state government is when they spend our money. You can go online and pull the contract. So we just went straight to the source and six million might be what they're doing now. But the total contract, that's 13 million. Now, uh, Morgan, is 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 it 13 million for everything or is it like six million for the actual cargo containers? Because we're paying retail and then we're paying overpaying retail for the work. How does it break down? So it's um, the price that I have in front of me here is for. 928 40-foot cargo containers, $6.2 million. But then there's installation, and that's a lot more. Uh, that's another $3.5 million. And then there are other cargo containers uh, and locks and stuff like that that's listed in this. So when you add it all together, it's more than just the price of those cargo containers. And as you alluded to, the price the state is paying is $6,750 per container. And I might be oversimplifying it, but I Googled uh, 40-foot shipping containers for sale, and I found a, a bunch of different prices, but the average price was about $3,000. So why are so we spending $6,700? you are buying almost 1,000 of them. Yeah. You might get the best price out there. Hey, who are we buying them from? That's always interesting because next thing you know, you found out that, hey, somebody donated to somebody who donated to somebody, and that's how these things usually go. Yeah, we looked at this company, and I'm trying to find – I don't have the whole uh, contract in front of me. I just have a few of the pages. I, I can't tell you the exact name of the company, but we did look at the – uh, officers in the company. We didn't find any direct connection between contributions to Doug Ducey and any of these members. What they did, what the state did was did an emergency contract back in May okay. saying we have a, an emergency on the border. And so what that allowed them to do is not get competition for the contract. They got this company. That's the a lot of times of when they do that, 
they know that there's really one company that can fulfill the contract. I don't know what was going on behind the scenes. Hey, hey, hey Morgan, how, how do how do we get on that gig? I'm just curious. How do we how do we get some of these emergency? Gatos, I'm just asking for a friend. How do we you know? Because yeah. it seems like they're just <laughs> handing you a blank check, and you can write in what you think it's uh, you know it's worth. Well, they've got a lot of money to spend, you know, $500 million that was approved this year in the state legislature just for projects like this. And this is, the, I think, the first $13 million that's going out the door. All right. Morgan Lowe, investigative reporter, Arizona's family, telling us what it really costs. Um, not, it's not $6 million, It's more than that. Morgan, thanks, man. Appreciate it. Anytime, guys. All right. So, you know, this uh, again, this is money. Uh, I just want to be told the truth. And I know that I'm always going to be lied to, but uh, by a politician. But, yeah, it's twice what Ducey said. Now, as you said, Chad, yeah, six million to buy the stuff. All right. But it's going to cost some stuff to you know, weld these things together and then it costs more money. You know, here's the other part of it that I want to bring up. These are going to be gone soon. Yeah. These shipping containers are going to be up for a few weeks maybe a few months and then and i'm i and by the way take this all with a grain of salt biden has put money towards filling those gaps real wall is supposed to go there and i use supposed to in quotes it's supposed to go there. So my problem with this whole thing is, well, first, Deucey lied to us about the amount of money he spent. Well, I, he spent $6 million on those, but he didn't tell you there, there's an aftermarket not. upgrade to oh, put them together. We had to call the mayor of Yuma, who came on the show last week, and he goes, oh, yeah, uh, the, we love these uh, shipping containers. They're not going to be here very long. And I was like, what do you mean? Well, we found out two weeks ago, says the Yuma mayor, uh, that the White House, the Biden administration, has actually directed money towards building the real wall and filling those gaps. And my problem is Ducey knew that. He knew it. And he's like, I got to hurry up because they're probably going to fix this wall. I got to hurry up. I got to put these shipping containers so everybody thinks I care about the border. See, if he had done this last year, I'd be all for it. Yeah. If he had done it three months ago, I would have been all for this. But the timing is so suspect. And, you know, is he doing it to keep you safe in Arizona? No. He knows that they're going to, one of these days, finally build that wall back up. And he's like, I got to I, I gotta spend your money now on shipping containers. So it looks like I, I'm doing something. So I would have been a much bigger fan of this if he had done this last year. I would have been a much, why didn't you do it last year? It's a good question. Yeah. You're doing it because, now. Because Texas didn't think of it. That's why. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Come on. Hey, now. <laughs> All right. Uh, still to come, the Giveathon for Phoenix Children's. We are going to tell you how to give. Also, hey, could you make a living out of, uh, oh, I don't know, waiting in line? This is a really interesting story. The way people are making money these days, it's unbelievable. It's better than letting dogs crap in your backyard, That's Gatos. That's what I'm saying on the Gatos and Chad Show. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Serious news, seriously entertaining. The Gatos and Chad Show. All right, so you guys have been hammering me today because of this uh, silly story we brought up a few times. Here in the Valley, if... Uh, you have a nice backyard you can rent it out for 15 bucks per dog so that a dog owner can come and use your backyard and then your you know your backyard becomes a toilet for yeah. an animal playground yeah. 
Uh, it, 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 so it's a way to make speaking. Of it, I know it's a way to make money. Okay. Here's another idea. Another way to make money. Okay. Okay. I don't know if you guys would do this. Would you become a professional uh, wait in liner? Oh, I've I've used those people. What do you mean you've used those people? I've used those people. You've like, hired someone to yeah. wait in line uh-huh, for you? Uh-huh. DMV. Uh, but uh, realistically, at the con- uh, the consulate, in, when I was getting all my visa and stuff in, in uh, L.A., and they would, if it was just a stamp and they didn't have to show anything, they would go do all that stuff for me. They'd stand in line. You hired someone to stand yeah. in line for you. That's Yeah, it's awesome. See, I'd come, I if it if it came to it, I might. I might if you're, gonna be, if you're <laughs> stuck yeah, somewhere I for might. three to five hours, ten, whatever it's going to be. Who are you hiring? Well, you could hire this professional. My name is Robert Samuel, and I'm the CEO and owner of Samo Line Dudes, a professional line-sitting company here in New York City. We wait in long lines around the city. Okay, what was it? Same. What was the business? Same old line dudes. What is it? Yeah, same old line. Standard line dudes. I didn't. Hear, I don't know. So you actually hire somebody. So this guy, right? He's got a business, and 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 who's uh, who's he standing in line for today? Today's customer is. A- oh, we've got beautiful violins. This makes me feel good. Today's customer is a family of four from Indiana. They- well, bunch of lazy people. You can't stand in a line. Seriously. They didn't want to get up at 4 o'clock, leave their cozy hotel rooms to come stand on the sidewalk for tickets. So they hired us. This is so one percenter. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> I had somebody stand in line for tickets for me once. What is the matter Years, with you? Now, you that's you back in the day now? when you actually... For when you had to stand in line. Yeah, with Ticketmaster, and Who? you'd see people standing in front of Sears for like, like what are these people doing in yeah. front of the you know Sam Goodies? And Who stuff? did you hire? I didn't hire them. They just did it for me. It was a guy I used to work with, and uh-huh. I, I was working at the time. The tickets went on sale, and he was, I'll go get them for you. He that's not there. the same. That's not what no, we, that's not the same. I could have paid him, but Why nobody, did you pay? You didn't even tip the guy. I took him to lunch. That's not enough. There were drinks involved. He that's actually enough. Got, okay, there you go. There now, you go. See, I like it now. Okay. I think it's, uh, uh, it's uh, how much do you value your time? I'm actually trying to figure out why I would hire somebody and what line they would stay in because I can't think of one. Like if you're the DMV, uh, you know, I mean, it's like. Uh, but I've got to be there. I've yeah, got to be there. Yeah, you've got to be at the DMV. See, in a lot of these places, though, there's people outside that are, you know, kind of like, uh, hey, you need somebody stand in line for me? <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> That's fine. Oh, good. my gosh. So the consulate, <laughs> I hired somebody. Uh, they went in and they got everything stamped for me. It took, a, and I just showed up and they handed it to me in the car and away I went. All right, I got one. What? How about Disneyland? I thought about that. I thought, man, bringing Stand, somebody standing in line to get on a ride. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then, okay, I don't know how so you what? Do they're going to call you and say, okay, I'm, I'm like, I know six people back. Well, it'll take you forever to get up there to them, and you know, people are not going to be very nice. And they're going to wind around, and yeah. you're going to have, I yeah, that's sounds not like work. a great idea, but I don't think that. Yeah, that, that's the only thing because here's what I hate about standing in line. I got to stand. I can walk for miles. I don't find I, we, not yeah. a fan of the stand, but the standing hurts. Yes, you know, it, does. it hurts. Doesn't yeah. feel good. Doesn't you, you know your dogs start barking? I'll oh, see. I weed the dogs back you, in. Boy, you your did. feed hurt, right? Yeah, they do. Uh, I always want like they should invent something where at Disneyland I could sit down, like like it's like a, like a, a portable bench. stool. They make say things like that. Oh, I said stool, and we were talking about the dogs before. A portable stool. Oh my gosh. I don't know. I, this is not. Going I literally well. can't think of anything now that oh, you'd have geez. to stand in line for that you would hire someone to do it. That guy said tickets. Well, like I think he's in New York, right? So you're probably people are standing in line waiting to potentially get. 
picked for okay. like yes. Broadway tickets. Yes. So oh. you're standing in the lottery line. Yes. For the Those kind of things. Yeah. All Absolutely. right. So he, here's the type of events that he stands in. So this is a, a professional a stander and liner that you hire. Some of the other lines that we've rated for in New York City include Shakespeare in the Park, a lot of sample sales, autographs, bars, concerts. Bars. Uh, yes, New York. Well, it is New York. Yeah. Sample sales. Who would have thought about that? Yeah. We've done the Macy's Day Parade, restaurants, and we've actually even waited for a free picnic table to let somebody watch the fireworks. Also, <laughs> oh, they'd, they'd hold your place at the Macy's yeah, Thanksgiving Parade, cool. then you'd show up. At whatever time that's they pretty to be cool. There. But what happens? I mean, the parade's stupid, but the uh, the rest of it's good. But what happens when you find when the person shows up and you and you you switch? Nothing. So he's there, and he calls you. Yep, I'm almost at the front. And then you go to the front. You're gonna get a look. Nothing. I think you're gonna get a look. Who cares if you get a look? Well, I'm just saying. What's and the response? They're looking. They're thinking, man, I should have thought of that. People see us in line. The majority of the response is mostly positive. Oh my God, why didn't I think about that? I didn't know you even existed. Oh, I'm gonna call you next time. No, I think you're thinking that guy's cutting. No, I'll bet the I'll bet they wear something. You know, like I am a stander in liner or something. And then when you're going, you know, you I go think, up to them and they. I would understand. think that they're cutting. I would think you're cutting the line. I don't know that there's a professional stander up there. I just see I just see a bunch of rich people go to the front of the line, and now you now you now now I'm gonna have to throw. You're gonna have to throw what? <laughs> yeah, throw what? A fit. All right. Yes. Well, apparently it's working okay. because he seems to be making some moolah doing it. Yeah. All right. It is time to uh, hire people to stand in line so you don't have to. That's the new way to make money. Amen. All right. Well, it's better than allowing your backyard to become a toilet for a dog. Just keep on, just keep on. <laughs> hey, the Giveathon, Phoenix Children's. How can you get involved? Why should you get involved? It's all next. The Giveathon for Phoenix Children's is presented by your Valley Hyundai dealers and the Ok Chin Indian community. KTAR News 92.3 FM and the KTAR News app. Giveathon on the Gatos and Chad Show. That's right. These kids can't wait. They need your help. We're going to tell you how to help them in just a second. You know, let's start with the check presentation. I like it. I like it. I like the money money. part of it, too, right? Hey, our friends at Angry Crab Shack. Well, I've got Angry Crab Shack here with me now. We have Anise Hopner, the marketing lead, and then Shannon Bentley, the in-house paralegal (laughs) with Angry Crab Shack, the PCH partners this year. So uh, thank you all so much for being here. Why don't we just start off by talking about why being involved with the Giveathon? Well, we have been involved with PCH for the last five years or so, mm-hmm. and it's always been such a blessing to have the opportunity to give back to the community and the kids. Like, Shannon has a personal story about that, actually. My, um, quickly, I will Please. I'll touch on it. Uh, my son, who's now 12, uh, 2018, unfortunately, he was in a bad car accident uh, in Gila Bend, mm. and they brought him all the way to PCH. He was in the trauma center for about 36 hours. And uh, I don't think I've ever had a better experience with health staff than I did there. They were 
amazing. And so I'm very thankful for PCH. And so it's dear to my heart, which is why I always want to be involved in everything I can with PCH. Well, like every year, Angry Crab Shack, I know that you've got a check to present mm-hmm. for the Gameathon. Yes. Would you mind sharing the amount? Of course. So thank you, obviously, to our awesome guests that allow us to have this awesome check for PCH. And this year we're donating $50,000. Yay! Oh, <laughs> yeah. Pretty exciting, right? I know. Goosebumps every time we do this. Seriously, real goosebumps. Thank you so much, Angry Crab Shack, Shannon, Venice. Just amazing. Thank you for for all of the work that you do to contribute to this hospital. Yeah, we appreciate being here. Thank you. Yes, thank you so much. Look at this arm. Look at that. What do you see? What do you see, Becky Lynn? What are you seeing on this arm? Nothing. Goosebumps. Oh, okay. Is that what that was? Well, there's muscle there, obviously. Oh, is that what that is? I'm just saying, yes, goosebumps, $50,000. The goosebumps got in front of your muscles. That is true. The goosebumps might be a little bigger than the muscles. Uh, 50 grand. Thanks a lot, Chad. $50,000. Angry Crab Shack. All right. It's time for another story of hope. Let's do it. Uh, This one, presented by Anatomy Homes, comes from Lucas. This two weeks before his second birthday, Lucas was airlifted to Phoenix Children's in critical condition after an accident in the swimming pool at his family's home. Despite the best efforts of his care team at Phoenix Children's, he passed away after several days on life support. This is Lucas' story. I know for me, I thought it it couldn't ever happen to me. Like, this isn't going to happen to me. As parents, Anthony and I, we see things different. And um, to be just aware of, I mean, not live in fear, but just be aware that it can. It can happen. The moment when I, when I got the call, my son um, had an accident. We had a, a lot of amazing doctors and nurses, and we have an amazing grief counselor through Phoenix Children's Hospital, Amanda Grace, the music therapist who helped our two daughters through the passing of their brother. A lot of gratefulness, too, for Phoenix Children's and all that they continue to do for the four of us. The comfort for me was having first responders there. Um, It's really given me uh, an appreciation, respect. They're superheroes. And then those out of Phoenix Children's, the strength they have, um, because we're not strong in that. We speak with Amanda just about every other week. When we first started meeting with her, the grief was intense and something we never thought that we would go through. So it was very dark, it felt like, and very lonely. And Amanda just helped us, helped us understand what we were going through and that it was okay what we were going through and how to honor him and remember him to where now that we, you know, we can see light at the end of the tunnel. We even got to go to a um, remembrance for any families who had lost children. And it was incredible for us to go and know that. I mean, because when you lose your child, you feel very alone, but you're not. To know that you're not alone was so helpful. Phoenix Children's put that on. You expect to leave a hospital with your baby, you know, in hand. And I told Anastasia when we had that news, we were gathering our belongings and not our son. We birthed him to heaven. We need to hold our head up high and honor everyone that gave their best. Because this is what is best.
tough story. Yeah. There's no question about it. You know, when we do this every year, there are times where I say uh, to the folks at uh, Phoenix Children's, I say, you know, how was Danny? I visited Danny or Sally from last year. And, uh, you know, there are moments where, you know, there are times they say didn't make it. But I got to tell you, the majority of kids that I ask about, and you same with you, Chad, yeah. that, you know, that we see the year before, uh, they have a, a fighting chance. And Phoenix Children's is simply the best, gives your kid the best chance uh, to no survive. No doubt about it. So for Lucas, who didn't make it, how about a match? Yes. Papa John's Pizza. Papa John's Pizza. Don't they make that new thing? They do. We were talking about their new dish. Uh, pizza in a bowl. Pizza in a bowl. How about that? Papa John's Pizza has the match. 602-933-4567. Anything you can give right now, whether it's $20 or $500 or $2,000, it's going to be matched by our friends at Papa John's Pizza. 602-933-4567. You could text GIVE to 411-923. Become a champion of hope. $20 per month. So simple. So easy. All right. Tote board update, everybody. Let's do it, baby. All right, let's see. The tote board reads: Tote board. One million three hundred and forty-five thousand five hundred and sixty-eight dollars. And we're not done. We're not done. We ain't even close. We've got Becky Lynn with Arizona's Evening News as the Giveathon for Phoenix Children's continue and all day tomorrow starting at 5 a.m. with Jim and Jamie and Detour, Dan, all the way up. We've got a lot more to do here, Chad. Huge, huge. Let's get to 2 million. Let's get to 2 million. The Giveathon for Phoenix Children's continues.